0: Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into Spider Man Into the Spider Verse in today's review episode.
1: What's this? What's this? The simply sensational standing of Visual Royal Dalton Music Hall. What is
2: this?
0: Today's episode is all about Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse, and I'm going to do it with a guest. Uh, welcome, guest. Uh, hi. <laughs> I am uh, literally the devil. You are. That is all I know you as. Uh, and uh, Yes, and uh, <laughs> why am I on this podcast? So, a little bit of backstory about this specific episode. Uh, you and I play Fantasy Movie League together. I mentioned it a few times. I've mentioned it in the past. I've had plenty of other Fantasy Movie League players on as guests before. Uh, But you, uh, more than I think anybody else that plays the game, have a proclivity for betting, which is in your nature. Absolutely. And you're pretty good at it. You were unblemished for a long time. Uh, That is not true anymore, but you were still a very very strong positive record in the betting department i to the of of bets that i've been a part of that have resolved am winless i do believe yeah you're uh you're oh and two against me against you yeah zero and two and i've lost to dylan um
1: uh, i think oh, those what are the
0: three what was that bet about that was uh crazy rich asians week two oh was that
1: the one where you thought it would like increase or something yeah yeah that
0: was um that was a bold prediction for sure (laughs) uh right so we're we're coming at this from very different records and the most recent bet that we had involved spider-man into the spider-verse uh the bet was over or under 40 million dollars for spider-man's opening weekend uh Spider Man made thirty five million three hundred and sixty three thousand three hundred and seventy six dollars opening weekend. So it was under, which is what you bet. Uh and that means you won. And yeah. I lost.
1: Admittedly, um your final estimate was probably closer to the final estimate than mine, since I had it coming in at thirty one point five million after that Thursday. Mhm. And you probably had it uh, you know,
0: I Still, was right oh, yeah. around 40. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the end you were closer, but uh the bet doesn't care, right?
0: <laughs> right. That's irrelevant.
1: <laughs> anyway, so are we going to get to this review? Yeah. Let's do this.
0: So so we're going to talk about this amazing movie. Spider it really Night was into the Spider-Verse. Uh, uh when I don't, I don't know how to where we going to start. What what Tell me what you thought before you saw the movie, what your ex- expectations were.
1: All right. So um, before the movie uh, – before I saw the movie, there was so much hype around it pretty much everywhere I turned. Um, I think the Rotten Tomato meter was like at 99% at that point. Mm-hmm. And um, basically the trailers looked really awesome and really individual, which is uh, by the same studio that made the Emoji movie last year. So quite a turnaround. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, um, I really enjoyed it. It was not my favorite animated movie of the year. Okay. Uh, I put, I like Ralph. I like the Grinch better. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I prefer Ralph breaks the internet just because that movie really stuck with me. But this, I mean, it was fun. It was lighthearted. It was something completely new in the animation department. And I, I, even though I bet on the under, I do wish this movie made a little bit more money than it ended up with.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh I'm right with you. I you know, I heard all the hype surrounding it right before I had seen it, the super high Rotten Tomato score, um people calling it, you know, best animated movie of the year. I think even before I saw it it was starting to win best animated feature awards from critics and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, I was super hyped for it, and, you know, I hadn't, I didn't watch the trailer, so all I had were, like, stills to know, like, what the Mm -hmm. animation style was, and I was really into that, because I was like, this is very different than anything I've seen in ever, maybe? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, all, everything surrounding it was simultaneously, like, this perfect storm, and just, skyrocketing expectations skyrocketing them
1: uh was it your your favorite animated movie the other year
0: it ended up being it it currently is yes
1: until you see the grinch of course
0: i've (laughs) yeah right (laughs) no uh yeah it took over number one for me from uh incredibles 2
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: so i loved it uh i saw it friday night opening weekend in dolby uh, and, yeah. Um, uh, so, not your favorite animated movie of the year. No,
1: but I think it was still an incredible movie. To be fair, um, Ralph Breaks the Internet 2 is my fifth highest animated movie of all time. So that's a high bar to clear. Yes. And it was, in, it was still, I just loved the originality of it. Mm-hmm. I had some issues where it, for one, um... There was some blurriness going on in the first act. Yeah, it kind of uh, like I thought unfocused. I thought I walked into a uh, a 3D showing, and so like oh. for a good chunk of the thir- uh, first act, because um, I watch it at Rpx,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so they do both 3D and not 3D, even though Rpx is a scam, whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, I thought it was that kind of it distracted me from the story for a bit just because of the blurriness around the edges of the frame. I eventually realized that was just the way that this was. Mm-hmm. But um it was interesting. Yeah, um,
0: it, it had that element of like live action when you like see focus shift from one part of the screen to another and it it did bother me when I was noticing it cuz one of th- one of the things like you look at some of these some of Pixar's animated films they don't have that and you look in the background of like Coco or Inside Out or something there's all this intricate stuff in the background happening and a lot of the scenes in Spider-Man you don't even get the chance to look at that stuff because it's kind of blurry which is a choice
1: yeah it's <laughs> to be fair uh this movie I mean, it has like a $90 million budget. I think that's like $60 million under Disney and Pixar standards. So true, true. I think the stop motion in uh, some of the talking scenes, well, what looked like stop motion, honestly, mm. and the blurriness around the edge of the frame, I think those were artistic decisions, but also probably motivated a little bit by money. I'd agree. I'd agree. Uh, I'd say that, um, I don't know. Uh, should we talk about the plot?
0: Well, before we get to the plot, I wanted to ask you, how does this stack up to other Spider-Man movies for you?
1: For me? Yes. Um, have you seen I, all of them? I, I have. Okay. I would say it's probably tied for first with um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, is Spider-Man 2 your third best Spider-Man movie? Um, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, So, uh, for me, Spider-Man 2 was my favorite going into this movie, and Into the Spider-Verse is my favorite coming out of it. Wow.
1: Yeah. I I would agree with you. I think it is better than Spider-Man 2. Um, Mm. uh, Almost as good as The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, um, it felt... I mean, it felt truly different from all the other superhero movies today. It did. I think the stop motion, uh, not the stop motion, more of the art, art style and the way that it, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of words <laughs> to say here. It's just, <laughs> it's crazy. It overwhelmed me.
0: It, it really felt like a comic book and it had, I, I kept thinking of how they uh, depicted kick ass a bit uh-huh. when I was watching it. Cause it's, huh a little is like kick-ass supposed to take place in the real world uh, and so on. But it has so many over the top comedic uh, comic elements in it and even, and into the spider verse, you know, when they have the spider sense, the lines that come out of their head and things like that.
1: Yeah. That's really interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I think, um, yeah, the comic book aesthetic is something that I have not seen for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I would say kick-ass. I mean, Kick-Ass is a a pretty different movie than this. (laughs) Definitely. Obviously. For sure. But, um, yeah, the comic book style.
0: It really works. It really works. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's let's get into some of the plot elements. Um, So our main character is, for the first time in a Spider-Man movie, not white. Uh, (laughs) It is Miles Morales, who... Uh, if I'm reading his ethnicity correctly, is half <laughs> Latina, half black.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Uh, and uh, he would... Also, for the first time in a Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. he's the main character, and at the very beginning of the movie, there's a Spider-Man, and it's not him.
1: Yeah. The trailers uh, really misled me on that. Okay. Uh, well, you said you never watched the trailers, right?
0: Right. So I... Well, I knew yeah, the, my idea was there's a multiverse and there's all these Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I had no idea like how that got to that point or whether or not he was Spider-Man at the beginning and so on and so forth.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like the trailers, um, well they gave a, probably a little too much away in the name of marketing. Mm-hmm. Like with, uh, they gave away like spider noir, uh spider pig, etc. Yeah. Um, but I think basically pretty much the, one of the first lines of the second trailer is like, uh, Hi, my name's Mario Morales, and I'm the only Spider-Man in my universe, but there are others. <laughs> okay. And so when I saw the guy in the trailer, the slob Peter Parker, um, <laughs> with blonde hair, I was like, wait, who this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, this, the, the very beginning of the movie, I felt like it almost felt a little rushed to get to the action But um, I don't know. It's just the fact that uh, he went out with his uncle and then found it right away. But I think that's probably just to keep up the brisk pace of the movie. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know if I'd count that a point against it. It did feel a little bit quick to get to that point where, you know, all the other Spider-Men enter the universe.
0: I agree a little bit. Uh, The entire expedition he goes on with his uh, uncle uh, Aaron is there, there There was something off about like so many parts of that and some of them came up later and kind of explained away why things were they, how they were, but there's just, it was so, it was a little off for me. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the speed of it was part of that too. Mm-hmm. I think I'd agree. I think with the uncle, I think that
1: is one of my main issues he kind of felt like a useless character at the beginning until we get to the twist, of course.
0: Sure, because he comes—he comes off as like this is the member of the family that nobody likes and nobody approves of, but the kid loves him because he's cool or whatever, and mm. we're not sure what is cool about him other than he like doesn't play by the rules. Always. <laughs> and, uh...
1: Yeah. Well, we know that he dies, <laughs> yeah. and also he's evil. Right, <laughs> maybe why
0: we don't know all of his
1: hobbies, right?
0: <laughs> sure. Sure. But yeah, so relatively quickly, Peter is bitten by a spider. Or not Peter, Miles is bitten by a spider. Same difference, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh uh I, I don't remember the spider bite sequence in The Amazing Spider-Man, but I do remember the one from the Tobey Maguire version and that spider looks like crap next to this spider, <laughs> with the like neon tips of mm-hmm. its legs and like all that it looked amazing. Yeah, I
1: think. Um, I also loved how the spider played with pretty much everyone's expectations. We know he's going to get bitten. Yeah, we we know he's going to get bitten. <laughs> but in the scene, he like crawls up to his hand and then he slaps it to the ground, and everybody <laughs> in the audience is like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> right. It was good. It's all the build up to it, mm-hmm. and yeah, this spider. I don't know. The spider might be the best actor in the movie <laughs> <laughs> just because it, I agree. It looks very
0: awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut to the real Spider-Man uh, <laughs> engaged in combat mm-hmm. uh, with this like steroided out green goblin. Yeah, that was that was odd. Did,
1: that was odd. It never came up again in the movie. No, and it was a just a gigantic lizard. I think it was in the trailer. I don't oh yeah, know. I, I watched the trailers before this review to refresh, and there's <laughs> there's a lot of content okay. from the movie in the trailer. And he was, I think, yeah, I think he was one of the main points in the trailer. Hmm. So I I'm just I don't really get why we didn't get to see more of him or why he was. I mean, I know why he was in the movie, but when you introduce a villain that's a gigantic green goblin, you probably
0: have to explain <laughs> that a bit, right? You would think. Uh, I mean, like the simplest explanation is: well, he came from Fisk's like laboratory, oh. which mm-hmm. is where the spider came from. Because they're so the, when they when he goes with Uncle Aaron, uh, he's down in this sewer. Weird. I don't even know what. Like, it's not really part of the sewer necessarily. It's, it's like just a, a mm-hmm. I don't know underground thing passageway Uh, and it connects ultimately to i think fisk laboratories is what it's called but the laboratories that uh, kingpin oversees yeah yeah,
1: the gigantic like like hadron collider thing that goes into dimensions (laughs)
0: right and miles finds the peter parker of his universe engaged with giant gigantic ass green goblin and You know, he, uh, he's, he's, this is like his hero, you know, he's Mm -hmm. super all about Spider-Man.
1: And now he, I think, is this a point where he's just beginning to realize that he's also a spider person?
0: Uh, I don't remember. This is
1: after the the school scene where he like pulls out Gwen's hair, right?
0: I think it's before that. Is it? I think so. Because he couldn't do that until he was bitten, Right. Oh, that's a good point. Does he go back again?
1: Uh, the plot specifics are. What? Uh, oh,
0: yeah, he does. I think you're right. He got yeah, bit, and then they just left.
1: Oh, yeah, because then the pouncer's there, and obviously, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the pouncer. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, then his um his evil uncle appears. Uh, yeah. So I I do think he left. Right.
0: So uh-huh. he left, and then now he's going to school, mm. and. I don't think they – I don't remember if they specified it. Is this like the first day of school kind of?
1: Well, I think so. I think he, he, he's been basically – it's a fish-out-of-water scenario. He right. was transferred out of his previous school into okay. this one. And I think it's probably the first day of school. But given that it was transfer for who knows, I don't think it's relevant.
0: Okay. Yeah. So he shows up at this like private academy type school that he lives in. And I think he's high school age. Uh so yeah, like a private mm-hmm. academy. And his dad's all like, This is great for you, and he's like, I hate this. <laughs> and he has trouble, you know, fitting in fish out of water. Mm-hmm. He runs into an attractive white woman that he rips the hair out of or gets his hand stuck in the hair, forcing her to have it cut off. Mm-hmm. Uh tomato tomato. <clears throat> and that's when like all the things start happening that happen in an origin movie where like you're discovering your power and they're not working and you can't control them. And you're getting yourself into hilarious <laughs> shenanigans.
1: Hijinks. Yes.
0: Yes. Hijinks ensue. Yeah.
1: I thought that sequence was, I think I, I think I liked it better than the, uh, the first Spider-Man's because I mean, over the whole movie, um well pretty much this is different than all the other spider man and that miles morales doesn't become spider-man until like the end of the movie right
0: even Whereas, three quarters of the way through mm-hmm. he's still struggling to control what he's able to do
1: mm-hmm. pretty much even right before the final climax he doesn't know and then it's the talk with his dad i think that leads it to that yes i think that the way that We got to see him grow as Spider-Man as opposed to just, you know, kind of, you know, Tobey Maguire becoming Spider-Man. I think that was really, I think that was a good choice. I really enjoyed that. I think it was executed very well.
0: I agree. I made the comparison. So one of the huge staples of Spider-Man is the Uncle Ben quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And in all the other Spider-Man movies... His responsibilities don't really kick in until he becomes fully fledged Spider-Man, and yeah. in this one, you see that huge responsibility hefted on him even before he's like comfortable as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And I think that that gives his transition into being a superhero that much greater of a weight and dimension.
1: Mm-hmm. I uh, I completely agree. Um, yeah, because. I think pretty much from the moment that the other Peter Parker dies, which is a very profound moment, by the way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's surprising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't expect it to happen. Um, and then he says, use this chip thing. Otherwise, literally everything will end. <laughs> right. Uh, that's some hefty responsibilities. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, growing as... Watching him grow and having learned to deal with these... Uh, the powers he's gotten. I mean... We can all relate to him, you know, as opposed Mm. to, uh, maybe the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and then, uh, the amazing Spider-Man where it was more of, oh, I'm awesome. Yeah. Especially, well, especially in the amazing Spider-Man, that movie wasn't, neither of those were good at all, really.
0: Mm -hmm. No. Mm Uh, yeah. So like we mentioned the green goblin, uh, encounter. encounter, He heads back, heads back to where the, where the spider, spider bit, bit him, him and encounters the, the real, real Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And uh, uh, then Mike is cutting out a little bit. Can you hear me?
1: yeah I think it might be my headphones. My uh,
0: my headphones. Oh. How's that?
1: I um I still can't hear you. I hear you come in for a tiny bit and go out. I think that might be my headset as opposed to your audio. I'm not sure. Hmm. Alright, I'll uh, keep talking.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'll keep talking. Uh so yeah. like you said, Spider Man dies in this universe. And <laughs> you know, we see him killed by Kingpin. Mm -hmm. who blames his death on this uh, building coming down. What, Yeah, basically. uh, Essentially. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: The Hadron Collider bullshit, uh, which at the time we're not sure what the purpose of it is, just that it's very dangerous and potentially lethal to everyone around it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And he entrusts young Miles with a... Uh, thingamabob <laughs> that <laughs> will save the world What?
1: yeah a little uh, gizmo gadget gizmo gadget other Peter Parker called it <laughs>
0: <laughs> right uh, and Miles is able to uh, escape from the evil purple Uncle Aaron character mm-hmm. uh, barely
1: what yet yeah. by the way as as a side note, um, the Prowler's music is really, really good. It is. Like, it's legitimately like, well, damn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like like almost all the music, the score, the soundtrack. I was really into the whole film, uh, and yeah, Prowler that, especially was great.
1: Yeah, the Prowler was the one that stuck out to me the most. Although the the score is really good compared to an average super hero movie. Like, mm-hmm. Marvel doesn't have great music. Yeah. Um, but, well, I mean, Marvel Cinematic Universe, I guess this is technically <laughs> Marvel, too. Um, so, they don't have a great score, but I feel like the score really drove home the emotion. I mean, having a great score never hurts, right?
0: <laughs> no, never. <laughs> Not at all. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, he has the doohickey. He escapes he makes it back to his school and so on and then is that when we get well
1: go so to remember goes, the next step He goes back to his school um, and then he like tries to be Spider-Man. I think he jumps from the building and then breaks oh, the right. gizmo
0: great sequence yeah. I loved the the trying to get jump from the building. Because, you know, when you see it in the Tobey Maguire version, you know, it's it's corny, but, like, it, it kind of works, and he eventually figures it out, and he falls and does the thing. Mm-hmm. But I love seeing him look over the edge, and then decide not to do it, and find a smaller building to jump off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the sequence of him going up the stairs and then back down the stairs is a really good joke.
0: Yes, it was great.
1: And, I mean... <laughs> I mean it makes sense too, right? Who wants to uh jump off a gigantic like skyscraper <laughs> right after they got their powers when they have no idea if it's going to work?
0: Right. He he doesn't have any idea how to do it. He just <laughs> guessing.
1: <laughs> Admittedly um I think he uses some comic book magic to uh not get seriously injured from that still rather tall smaller
0: building, right? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh and I think it's also around this time that he goes to the store to buy his Spider-Man costume,
1: mm-hmm. which is oh, just Stanley cameo.
0: Yes, the Stanley cameo, mm-hmm. which I loved. I thought it was so well done, and oh. it almost felt like they knew he was going to die somehow.
1: Yeah, that's morbid, but <laughs>
0: it's yeah.
1: very as opposed to pretty much every other marvel uh stanley cameo which is like comedic Mm -hmm. this one was really heartwarming and it hit you right in the feels since you know yes uh it makes you think about stanley dying i wonder you know i wonder if they did have like a comedic scene before he passed and then they quickly re-edited it i don't
0: know i don't know
1: if they can i don't know since i assume (laughs) it was already in post-production so who knows
0: yeah he had a he had a great line, because Miles asks him, he was like, hey, you know, can I return this if it doesn't fit? And he's like, it fits. It always fits. And he's <laughs> like, oh, man.
1: Yeah, you're like, oh, man, Stanley, why Jeez. do you have to go?
0: So good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so so Miles kind of fails at, at discovering his powers. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get there. And he goes to visit his Spider-Man's grave which is adorned with like all this paraphernalia and things and mm. that's when alternate universe Jake Johnson Spider-Man mm. shows up uh, which is and this is the from this like five minute sequence after he shows up is the scene that played at the very end of Venom as a post
1: oh sequence. I never I never waited uh, till the very <laughs> end of Venom
0: yeah it picks up with miles at the grave and like follows them as they like get caught on the uh, monorail thing and and so on yeah. and so forth because so, they get connected right
1: yeah that game. is the
0: only thing I had seen of the movie prior to the actual film I gotcha which is really out of place if you have no other context for what happened <laughs> before it
1: what yeah all those uh everybody who saw venom went to see spider-man. <laughs> Because of it, <laughs> yes, sort of. Well, half of them, a little yeah, less than half, whatever.
0: Less. But yeah, so it's this, you know, like Jake Johnson Spider-Man gets like knocked unconscious, and some like Night Watchmen police officers try to grab Miles and this guy who they think is dead, which is hilarious, yep. <laughs> and. The escape, you know, Miles is the only one conscious, and he doesn't have any control over anything, and he's using, like, Mm -hmm. the Jake Johnson Spider-Man's, like, web shooters to try and do anything, and Mm -hmm. comedic errors. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Just a great... And, I mean, the scene would not work in live action. The scene Mm -hmm. would only work in this comic book style that they've set for Spider-Man. and. I mean, all of the movements and the way that the, uh, the way that the, you know, they weave in and out and how he's unconscious. It all lends itself very well to the comic book style. Yes. And I think the comic book style really adds to it, is what I'm trying to get to.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like, you can think of, I think it's the one of the Tobey Maguire Spider Man movies where he literally does the same thing, but intentionally, where he's like sliding on the street with the webs Mm -hmm. attached to the train, like, dodging cars. Yeah. And it's not comedic in that version. It's Mm -hmm. action-packed. I think it's the second one. He's, like, fighting Doc Ock on the train.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, he does, like, the, I don't know, the
0: Jesus T-pose. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, and, like, this is almost the same scene, but, change one or two elements, and all of a sudden, it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And, they end up, like, caught, and, like, uh, laid out, you know, on the middle of this crosswalk as a bunch of New Yorkers step over them and not around them. <sighs> yeah. Uh, well, as New Yorkers always do, right? Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, does the origin of Jake Johnson's Spider Man happen right before then, or either at then, or I... before it, or after? Uh, like
1: the thing where it's like I'm Spider Man.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know that? this story, but
1: Well, I think the was the Jake Johnson Spider Man the one at the very beginning? No. Or was that the uh the old one? The same dude except, you
0: know, less fat, uh etc. Well, it, it the the one in Miles' universe at mm-hmm. the beginning is voiced by Chris Pine and then he dies. Mm. He does he does get a thing like you know this story. The, 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 the
1: yeah. Yeah. Cause then they add to it. Basically they do the same intro and then they add to it and then gain weight and then break yeah. up with Mary Jane, etc. cetera. Right. right. I think they do that. Um, once they, once they start talking after miles ties him up.
0: Okay. okay. Gotcha. That's right. That makes sense. Mm. Where he's a slob living in like an apartment <laughs> trying yep. to bring the pizza with him. <laughs> <laughs> it all works. It does. It's crazy. Very comic book esque that scene, and it does such a good job of like portraying this Spider-Man as like a slob who doesn't seem particularly capable and p- competent at anything. And then two seconds later, he's like, "You were watching my mouth. You should have been watching my hands." And he's like, out of the tied up, out of the ropes, and like easily gets away from. Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. He's still a Spider-Man though. Like he can still. He's still do-
1: experienced. He's very. I mean, he's had more experience than the modern one. He just doesn't care as much, is what <laughs> yeah. I got from it.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's like it's it's one thing because so much of the movie hinges around like seven, six different Spider-Man characters engaged together and interacting together. And what I'm, I love that we actually do get this. This is how I got sucked into your universe for <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Because it does show, like, hey, we actually got pulled out of some, like, actual real shit going on somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so this isn't just, we're here to help you. This is, no, we got to get back. And it made yeah, yeah, that yeah. that much more urgent.
1: Well, except for Jake Johnson, Spider-Man. yeah,
0: uh, He wasn't doing much. <laughs> <laughs> right. He was... <laughs> but, yeah, I get you. Right. So, yeah, so he runs away and miles follows him and as he follows him like suddenly his powers sort of start to work he's walking up the side of a building he's acting like a little kid to convince spider-man to help him (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah
1: (laughs) he does like the uh the cry face yeah or whatever i don't know oh yeah the pout. he's like oh i'm doing this to make you feel bad so you help me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it
0: working? <laughs> yes. So now we've got a duo. We got a team. Great. And he reveals to the Jake Johnson Spider-Man that he broke the thing. And now it's not in now and Jake Johnson's like, alright, well we gotta get a new one because this is the only way I can get home.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I love how it's not like tell me what's going on. He just knows because he is the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, the world's in danger. I've seen it before. <laughs> this yeah, et cetera. New. I think his whole
1: rhetoric throughout the uh, entire movie is really great.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Especially in the uh, the scene leading up to Doc Ock, which will, yeah,
0: yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, so they go. They're headed to the laboratory to like get mm-hmm. the. It's like a flash drive, but not really thing.
1: Yeah, it's just it's a gizmo, it's a gadget. It's the
0: uh <laughs> you know, it's the Duas X X machina. Yes. And they're camped out like on the hill, up in the trees, above the lab, and mm. Jake Johnson Spider Man's like, all right, there's like six four steps and he's like outlining each thing they gotta do, and none of them include Miles Morales. <laughs> Nope. At all. And he's like, "What's my thing?" He's like, "All right, step five. You stay here." Like <laughs> it's just like I'm gonna do this. I don't need your help. Whatever.
1: Which uh, really, I mean, it fits with his character at this point.
0: It does, and you know, I don't. We haven't even seen evidence that Miles would be any help to him yet. Like if he can't <laughs> do anything, I don't know what the point would be.
1: He can walk up walls, which uh, is not
0: helpful. No. <laughs> uh. So. Jake Johnson swings away, and Miles, like, waits for a minute, and he's like, fuck this. I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> True hothead.
1: Well, I mean, if he didn't, we wouldn't really have a <laughs>
0: a plot, <laughs> but he's just like, oh. Right. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So he catches up to Jake Johnson in the in the vent, uh, and, like, crawls under him through the vent.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they end up in uh, the female doctor, who we'd seen, I think, at least once before. Yeah, in the parallel dimension, uh, like, lecture at school. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: They end up in her office. And Jake Johnson's, like, uh, about to, like, put in the password and something like... And eventually she returns and, like, throws everything off. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, Miles turns invisible. That was interesting to me. Um, I had that came out of nowhere. I was not ready for that.
1: Mm-hmm. I um, I don't know if Miles Morales does it in the comics. I don't read many comics, Me neither. but I really didn't expect him to turn into since that's not like a Spider-Man thing, no. you know. Um, it's, well, it's not I a guess
0: spider thing either. A spider
1: thing? No, it yeah. doesn't. Yeah, because I mean, and I thought that was a nice shake-up. I thought it was interesting. You know, mm-hmm. they played around with it throughout the movie. Um, and it's really, I mean, it's something we've never seen in a Spider-Man movie before, obviously. Since they've all featured, we've had uh, six movies that all feature the same dude in three different versions. Right. Um. So, yeah, I think the Miles Morales was a chance for them to play around. And I think the invisibility thing is real surprise. Real surprise is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, because even you think of like Infinity War has 30, 40, 50 heroes in it. None of them can turn invisible. Like this, like it's it's not an ability that we see since we've not seen, a common. Yeah, we haven't seen it since Invisible Girl in the Fantastic Four movies, which are all well.
1: Actually, um, there's that one Cat Girl. Isn't there one girl? Oh no, I'm thinking of the girl who can walk through walls
0: in a uh, X-Men. Oh, right. But
1: isn't there one person in X-Men First Class who can turn
0: invisible? Uh, um, there might be. I'm not there's sure a lot, there's a lot of mutants in that in that there's there's probably a Pretty X-Man much there's probably a
1: mutant that can do it. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's a very it's not used much. Cause I mean it's not it doesn't lend itself well to great action scenes. But when right. you're in animation like this, you can like outline him in a comic book esque style. <laughs> yes. So <clears throat> that really works. Um and it's just unexpected.
0: Yeah. I I liked that, which leads to, you know, Miles is sitting at the computer. Mm -hmm. Actual Spider-Man is being, you know, uh, dominatrixed by Doc Ock, basically. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, We we don't
1: know she's Doc Ock yet.
0: Yeah, which I wasn't – I didn't expect. I was not expecting so many, you know, recognizable villains to appear in this movie. Me neither. But uh, in hindsight – I guess it kind of makes sense if there's going to be six Spider-Man mm. variations. There should be some at least more than one villain for them to fight. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I mean,
1: that's a slippery slope. It is. Uh, I mean, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 had a lot of villains, but they only <laughs> had one Spider-Man. That's why it never worked out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. They cracked it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So... I I liked everything about this with the reveal of her as Doc Ock, mm-hmm. uh, voiced amazingly by Catherine Hahn, and you know Miles trying to get get into the computer, failing, deciding to take the whole computer with him, it was great. Yeah,
1: it's uh the ingenuity that you don't see much.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know even like Jake Johnson, like we don't need the monitor and just like tossing that aside. <laughs> It was great. (laughs) Yeah. I think, um,
1: going back to Doc Ock reveal,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, there's actually, I mean, that's not the only villain reveal in the movie. We'll get to the um, Prowler, but I think it's a lot of twist villains done right, I think, as opposed to like many Disney movies nowadays.
0: Right. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Because it wasn't so much that like, all the villains in this, it didn't feel like ugh, another one. It never felt like that. Like, oh, of course mm-hmm. this person's a villain, and this one's a villain, and that, and this guy, and that guy. It was just, no, it just, it. The, whether it was the writing or, or whatever it was, it just kind of made sense. Of course, these guys are all working together, so they're all bad. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know? laughs> yeah. And I
1: think that that even extends to the Spider-Man, not just the villain. I mean, mm-hmm. I wanted to see more, even more Spider-Man than we ended up getting, right?
0: Yeah. Because every time,
1: I'm just interested to see what they'll do.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: Mm-hmm. So that goes with both the uh, the villains and the... Because, uh... I mean, Doc Ock had that weird gelatin arms instead of the classic mechanical arms we see nowadays.
0: Right. Which kind of had a, an undefinable length. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where... <laughs> It's like, oh, they all fit in this contained room, and then she's outside swinging through the trees, and her arms are almost as long as like the webs they're shooting it seemed, mm. but you know it's it's an animated movie in a comic it's, comic it's book a world. comic book
1: comics <laughs> uh, I'm sure do th- things like that all the time
0: definitely
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh yeah, so oh. we <laughs> we have the escape sequence, which was predicated before they entered with. Jake Johnson claiming he was like, and on my way out, I'm going to grab a bagel, <laughs> <laughs> which pays off when mm-hmm. he does grab a bagel. And I loved the moment when they enter the, like, mess hall area. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think I know what you're going to say. Continue. And he just is like, all right, act casual. Act casual. And, like, <laughs> the camera pulls back, and it's these two guys dressed as Spider-Man mm-hmm. walking through, like – a huge cafeteria with like 40 to 50 lab coats (laughs) who all stand up and all pull out a gun somehow. (laughs) Why? Why are they all carrying these like huge laser weapon things on them? That's a good question. Uh, Don't question it. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Uh, So Jake Johnson, Spider-Man trades Miles Morales, his bagel for the computer. Mm Mm-hmm bigger stronger fair they run and i love this little detail miles chucks the bagel back backwards, oh. <laughs> and it bonks off of somebody's head and the word bagel appears above them <laughs> which i loved i i didn't even notice that it, it was so tiny but i love that yeah that sounds
1: i mean i'm sure there are things i'm sure there are similar things across yeah. the entire movie you know probably, probably things that little details that you have to watch two or three times to understand because it's just that kind of animated movie, you know, there's so much crammed into so little. And I think that's also why the pace was rushed.
0: Definitely. I
1: agree. Mm -hmm. All right. And and then they, um, they're out
0: in the woods cause with Doc Ock chasing them. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, he, um, uh, Jake Johnson gives miles one of his web shooters so they each have one, is that right? Uh, yeah, I think so.
1: And then they start; they carry the monitor between them.
0: Yes. And it's like, oh, this is really neat. And all of a sudden, they're like bonding. He's like this older brother mentor. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Doc Ock shows up. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Tarzaning through the the trees, and suddenly they're in this fight again. And they're on the ropes. And then there's a third spider person, and it's yep. Spider Gwen.
1: Yeah, I um, I I really enjoyed Spider Gwen in this movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I think I would have enjoyed it even more if I didn't see that she was the person in the trailer. You know, sure. Because I mean, when she was introduced in the movie, I was like, "Oh, it's a person I know," except <laughs> uh, with hair on the left si- left side of her face. Mm-hmm. Wonder how that's going to happen or whatever.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um, but Spider Gwen, I feel like when she's introduced. I mean she's kind of a badass throughout the Definitely. whole thing. You know? Yeah. I mean this has um <clears throat> this has a female superhero. This is uh do you think this is first this is Marvel's first, like, leading female well no, I guess Black Widow. But is she would... a
0: superhero
1: or just a hero? That's a good question. I mean, isn't I mean I would consider Spider Man a superhero. So I would say oh, yeah, all definitely. spider people are sp- superheroes.
0: Well I meant Black Widow being not a yeah, superhero. Yeah, that's a good point. She's
1: I think she's treated as one, though she's pretty I don't know, she's pretty uh her abilities aren't the greatest is what I'll leave it at. Yeah. I, she's I mean, just good at martial
0: arts. Yeah. She I think the difference and and i guess like the idea that anyone can be spider-man flies in the face of this but it's like anyone if they started when they were like four years old could train and turn into black widow yeah but more more than that like a hundred people could all train and turn into black widow at the same time Mm -hmm. whereas but again like anyone could actually be bitten by a radioactive spider like we see in this movie so who's to say (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: I think um I think Spider-Man really works because you project yourself into him. Mhm. And I think you know that goes back to Stan Lee's quote. That goes back to the theme of the movie with Miles Morales finally learning that he can be Spider-Man. Right. Um I think Spider-Man, I don't know, Spider-Man is one of my favorite superheroes because of that.
0: Yeah. Cuz you know, he when the first one came out with Toby Maguire, like that was one of the first superhero movies I ever saw when I was a kid. Like it was yeah. the perfect time for me. But then over the years with all the new versions after and like Spider Man three and that whole debacle,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it just it lost some of its luster.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is the movie that was like Oh, yeah, he is amazing. They're all amazing. <laughs> they, you know, like even Spider-Ham is amazing.
1: Like, we'll get to Spider-Ham later. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying the uh, the amazing Spider-Man didn't make you feel that way? <laughs> it did not. <laughs> yeah, it didn't for me either. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think, well, the first superhero movie I ever saw was like Blade when I was like pretty young.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but that doesn't count. So yeah, I think Spider-Man was one of the first for me too. Right. And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um. So we got Spider-Gwen. She's part of the crew, kinda. Uh. She reveals herself to them, and it's like, oh, hey, it's you, and it's, like, oh, it's you, and you know each <laughs> other, and it's. It felt kind of like that scene in Batman v. Superman when Wonder Woman shows up, except done well.
1: <laughs> Throwing some shade at Batman v. Superman. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, yeah well, I mean, I think we know that... Uh, we Well, if because it was in the trailer, I knew. But how mm-hmm. did you feel when uh, she was revealed to be Spider-Gwen? There was a lot of reveals in this movie. If you didn't watch the trailer.
0: (laughs) I was... Like, from the first sequence when he, like, gets his hand stuck in her hair and, like, it made... The movie goes out of its way to, like, this is a relatively important character, so, you know, pay attention to her. I was like, well, this is probably Uh, (laughs) Spider-Gwen. I hadn't
1: heard about uh, Spider-Gwen before this movie.
0: I, I knew that there was a female spider person in the movie. And so I was like... So this was like, oh, this is this makes sense. Like this is, yeah, you established the character before it, you know, she watched him like struggling to climb up the building when he was figuring out his powers and she didn't say anything. So mm-hmm. she's on the level. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And. Then... I think. It... Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't have anything. <laughs> well, I think uh,
1: <laughs> with, um, spider Gwen, um see i think what's really interesting is when we get to her backstory a little bit later i think on Mm -hmm. the bus she was blasted back in time right which none of the other characters were blasted back in time all of them were uh blasted into the present day and the back in time aspect was really interesting because um See, I thought Gwen was just like another Spider-Man in Miles Morales's universe at this point. Okay, so
0: I, I, I'm, I, I guess I thought so too, because she existed before. Yeah, because like if they, if they, in theory, all showed up when the first yeah. when Jake Johnson did. Yeah, Then she was already there. there thing, so, whatever.
1: yeah, yeah. So the back in time aspect, I think. I mean, they didn't really. They kind of. That was probably mostly to serve a plot point, but I, I think it works. I think it's a good enough explanation. Sure. It's um, an unstable like particle reactor. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He can't expect it. Time to be is
1: uh, finicky in comic books, anyway. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, and I, I. She didn't she say her uh, her best friend was the one who died.
0: Yes. She lost her best friend. Mm-hmm. Which, I, I don't think she names who that is.
1: Yeah, well, that was what I was going to bring up. We don't really know who that is at all,
0: because it kind of you know? feels like it was, it could have been like her miles or something.
1: Yeah, I think the, um, I think all of the uh, characters having someone that they lost was probably put in only for the emotional climax. I'm not sure that's relevant to her character <laughs> at all, mm-hmm. which was a little iffy to me, but um, you know, I'm willing to forgive it it's all to serve a miles story anyway.
0: Right. That's the end game.
1: All right. What happens after the, uh,
0: their bus ride, which I I love that they take the bus <laughs> even later when there's six of them, they still take the bus, <laughs> which is I mean, great.
1: It's pretty impractical to just go <laughs> swinging across uh trees everywhere. It's just like in, um, Spider-Man homecoming when, uh, he tries to use it on the uh, golf course, and then he just sprints across.
0: I love that. Like an
1: scene. extension of that idea, yeah.
0: It was great. <laughs> uh, so they, I don't, I don't, I don't remember what happens between that and when they go to visit Aunt May, unless that is what happens next.
1: Um. Well, I think they... they
0: find. Well, oh, they go
1: to. I think. I, I don't remember. Let's just go to the Aunt May part.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think because I think what happens like they they have the computer, but they don't know how to get the device or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. So they end up going to they're like, well, I know somebody who, you know, and immediately the Jake Johnson Spider-Man's like, this is not going to be this is going to be awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, also um with Mary Jane. Who I right. think was
1: introduced before, and we skipped over.
0: Yeah, she did like the eulogy for the mm-hmm. Spider-Man that died.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, um, I, I'll I'll actually explain my. I have little issues <laughs> with uh, how Mary Jane was pretty much not relevant to the story at all. Uh, that was sad. Later in the banquet scene, but let's uh, <sighs> let's go with this now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, where they yeah. discover that they're not not the only spider people. No, right. well, I guess.
0: So yeah, they people. they they end up. So they go they go to Aunt May, she and and like I'm thinking, okay, she's gonna see that like her her nephew's not dead, or who knows? Like, he's a Spider Man, so like, who knows what really happened to him? And like, this is gonna be a really emotional moment. And then Aunt May just comes outside and she's like, oh, yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> what? Took you long enough. <laughs> it's like, "What? yeah, what took you so long? And they go into the bat cave, spider cave, in her back shed.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was, um, that was interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure why uh, Aunt May has a bat cave. <laughs> but uh i'll accept it for the story Why Sure. And, and also the ex machina that allows them to repair the chip <laughs> miraculously
0: Hmm. I, I liked this version of aunt may because mm-hmm. we've seen the old decrepit aunt may mm-hmm. we've seen the new hotness aunt may <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. and
0: this is like somewhere in the middle she's still kind of a badass she's young enough to like take care of herself but has the gray hair and the wrinkles mm-hmm. i like this version I, I agree.
1: I think, um, I mean, this one was probably way more of a badass than any of the other oh, three sure. Aunt Mays um, combined. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, she has a bat cave under her shed, which, <laughs> I mean, in all of the other ones, Aunt May never gets involved with a Peter Spider Man
0: Well, yeah, she yeah. doesn't. It's not, yeah, like, she doesn't even necessarily approve of it.
1: Mm-hmm. although well i mean that might change with a uh, far from home now that aunt True. may knows True. but uh i don't i don't see that happening because she's not as good of a character as this May is right, right. Mm-hmm. so the Batcave cave is where uh the big three other Spider-Men, spider men pe- spider spider
0: beings are introduced <laughs> Right, we double our number of spider things. Uh, We're introduced to Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham, and Penny Parker and Spider, her robot that is possessed by the radioactive spider that she's friends with. And up until this point, all of the additional spider beings are not only human but they're generally they're animated in the same way pretty much you know spider gwen's from the future but like she's still a person that looks like a person that would be in this world animated but then you've got spider noir who's black and white who has a flowy cape even when there's no wind you have spider ham who is a looney tunes character animated like more vibrant and like kind of project projects off of the background more than any other characters and then you have penny parker and her robot that are anime style
1: <laughs> yeah anime um the out of those three it's really hard to not say that black and white Nicolas cage was the one that i personally enjoyed the best me too um me too. I don't know if uh Peenie Parker uh Penny Parker had much to do other than she, um
0: Of the stuff. six she was given the, the least the smallest workload, I thought. And then I think um Spider Ham also
1: wasn't given a big workload, but the fact that it's Spider Ham probably uh stuck out in people's minds.
0: Yeah. All the comedy. That's his. That's yeah, and he role. is
1: he is well I don't think it's even he there's one really good joke. Later at, in the reactor at the final battle, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't even say it, and it breaks the fourth wall like Deadpool style. And I've seen some reviews saying it takes them out of the movie, but I completely uh, disagree. That was amazing.
0: I'm, I love I'm that with joke. you. I'm with you.
1: All right. Yeah. So, what was your uh, favorite Spider Person? Out of uh, the,
0: those three, out of those three, my favorite was also Spider Man Noir. Mm-hmm. I did like I like Spider Ham a lot thought he was very funny you know uh just his like hand being wet and just <laughs> the looney tunes aspects that he brings were were fun the fact that like his eyes from his mask were the exact same as like the holes on the end of his nose
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like squinted when he squinted and like were two different sizes when he had one eye more open it was just like this doesn't make any sense but also it makes all sense because <laughs> Of course, he's from a different universe. So yeah, I mean it fits because um, because the rest, the other
1: three, the three that we start with, mm-hmm. are the comic book aspect. But I mean, then we have the an anime aspect. We have a Looney Tunes, like you said, aspect, and then we have um, black and white, dark <laughs> mysteries from the sixties aspect. Uh, right. So they. They feel very different from the ones that come
0: before them, but they all I don't know. They all stick out. It was interesting because, you know, like I said, the original three are the most similar to just a real person. But I think and I think I would have expected if you told me like, oh, we get these three somewhat normal Spider Man and then you get these three really bizarre versions dumped at the same time, I would have said Well, that's going to be really jarring and awkward. Mm -hmm. But I think it had the opposite effect. It's like, oh, they're all so vastly different and they all, Mm -hmm. you know, are so unique in their own ways that, yeah, I accept this (laughs) for whatever the reason. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I
1: mean, it feels like because of how, I mean, it's the movie before was also pretty cartoony. So it Mm. really feels like just an extension of that. Different spider people plotline,
0: you know. Right. Yeah, and
1: why do they ever explain how the reactor ends up bringing only a couple Spider Men, spider beings, instead of all? Because that that would be interesting with like two hundred <laughs> spider people who are suddenly pop into existence in this universe.
0: I credited that to the fact that like they shut it down. Like it, mm. Fisk turned it off, so it I, quote unquote didn't have time to like reach every spider yeah, yeah. being. I guess that that makes sense. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so they have they're in their super
0: secret layer. Everyone's introduced. Um, they do like the three way. This is how I became a spider thing. Yeah, 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 and which, that's um was great
1: yeah yeah just (laughs) the fact that that's repeated so many times and then for a at the end when miles morales repeats it that's like for emotion you know you're like all right this is one last time and you're like yeah it is you go miles
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know definitely Mm -hmm. it's crazy like this movie takes the like punchline of a joke like another spider-man origin movie and turns it into yeah Another Spider-Man Origin movie. In fact, seven Spider-Man Origin. Right, ones. seven Spider-Man Origin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or eight, eight? Question mark? Question mark? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we we get introduced to all these new people, and I loved the the moment where like three on one side, three on the other, and like all the lines that uh, pop up above their heads as they realize they're like each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my heart.
1: I, I think that's I attributed that to spider sense. Yeah, that they yeah. all have because they're all Spider Man. Right, but then I mean, Miles is the only one that can turn invisible. So maybe the spider powers are
0: different. Well, because like you think the the anime version, it's not even really a Spider Man. <laughs> no, like, it's just a robot well, that shows things. Bitten by a
1: spider, and then like the spider controls the robot. I think. Is that I how
0: it works? I'm looking it up.
1: I think the spider does control the robot. Uh,
0: a Japanese-American middle school student who was adopted by Aunt May and Uncle Ben, mm-hmm. she pilots a psych- psychically powered mech suit, which is partially controlled by a radioactive spider that also shares a psychic link with her.
1: <laughs> okay, sure. so, yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: this is, yeah. sure, sure, sure. I'll accept it. I'll buy it. Uh, and then this is when we get the the reveal of the Spider-Man from the other universe are deteriorating. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, it, it's kind of like a, a dog whistle sound happens and all five of them, like, fall to the ground and, like, are shaking. And the animation mm-hmm. style, like, has them chopped up to pieces, kind of, and yeah. staticky, which I liked. Yeah, like, I think was... um,
1: pretty much all of the visual flair in this movie... You know, it's, it all works because Mm -hmm. it's all, it's all very cartoonish. Yes. And I think that works for the visual comedy as well. Definitely. So, I mean, it gives you the plot that everybody's deteriorating while also being pretty funny.
0: (laughs) Yes. And Miles is just staying there like, what? (laughs) Because it doesn't affect him because he's native.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He's native to this, uh, this verse, this universe spider verse
0: yeah and so we get um and so then the conversation becomes okay how so we have to all get back into the reactor mm-hmm. and shut it down yeah that is they, the plan Aunt may
1: builds the new chip thingy yeah because she can of course and then uh, naturally well yeah and then whilst and then uh doesn't miles leave or something and draw the prowler
0: back well well they first they have to because jake johnson spider-man's like i'll do the thing i'll sacrifice myself so you can all go home (laughs) Mm -hmm. and miles is like why i can do it and Mm -hmm. i won't die like it doesn't make any sense and then there's that great sequence which is where all of the spider-man are like around him in a circle like trying to convince him like you're not strong enough show me you're strong enough Mm-hmm. And he can't defend himself, he can't stand back up. He, he
1: can't don't... turn invisible on command. Right.
0: <laughs> he's like, this guy turns invisible, do it, do it. And he's like... <laughs> and doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Great. And, yeah, so they kind of decide, alright, look, like, appreciate you, like, helping us out, but I don't think you're ready for this. Mm-hmm. Which is sad.
1: Yeah, it's... Definitely, I think, um... I don't know. I think... Well, that was one of the emotional beats of the movie. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: We've got anime... Spy- when, when Pig Spider-Man doesn't accept you as one of your own, it's pretty sad. Uh,
0: heartbreaking. <laughs> um, Yeah. So then after that, he goes back to Uncle Aaron's apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, like, writing that letter for him. And <laughs> that's when the Prowler shows up.
1: And he and... thinks that he's hunting him. But right. actually he is him exactly (laughs) which Uh, um it's exactly the type of absurd coincidence that always happens (laughs) in comic books
0: it is i was not ready for it i'll be honest i didn't see it
1: i didn't even see it until he took off the mask like even when he was in the apartment
0: yeah which is crazy like i think back when, when he, we first see Uncle Aaron and he takes him down into the subway I was like holy shit Uncle Aaron just scaled that like 10 foot fence in no- like nothing like that's crazy oh wow I didn't even think about that and like I filed that away I was like that was really odd I want to talk about that after the movie's over with my friend mm-hmm. and then this happened I was like okay <laughs> I understand okay one plus one is two yeah <laughs> that, and... I didn't even think
1: about that that's really smart detail
0: yeah i it's interesting because then you because you get the whole like he's out of town for like the weekend because his dad calls uncle aaron looking for miles and mm. and i was like oh that sucks like uncle aaron where'd you go and <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, he's out of
1: town yeah <laughs> he doesn't have a, a spider-man to kill or anything
0: no <laughs> but no then yeah continue And so we get the reveal, and then that's when and Miles turns invisible, Mm -hmm. and I liked that. You know, like you know, we've we've seen it in like Mm -hmm. the Jurassic Park with the Velociraptors and all that kind of stuff, and the the hunter looking for the prey who's right in front of their nose, but Mm -hmm. kind of not. Uh, And then you get the chase sequence between the two of them, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: which which once again
1: we get to listen to that amazing Prowler music.
0: Yes, definitely and it takes us all the way back to may's house where all the other spider men still are. Mm. And then we have all the other villains show up at this house. So you've yep. got, um, Kingpin, so, Doc Ock, Prowler, um, Scorpion, Scorpion. Yeah. And I think, uh, the, the, the guy in the, the white guy in the like pure pristine white guy in the suit, um, hmm tombstone i think his name was i don't know if they ever say it in the movie i I, don't
1: i don't remember that villain i assume he was like scorpion more of a minor guy right
0: yeah because he Uh, was like always right next to kingpin um he there was a moment where i think he and doc ock were like he had like his gun drawn on doc ock or something and kingpin like motioned him down at some point i don't know hmm. he was there the wikipedia says so <laughs> and a brawl ensues which is cool like i i i wish i i'm excited to like rewatch the movie for that one like for a lot of things but this scene too because i couldn't possibly like focus on everything that was going on yeah because um,
1: it was chaos with all of the different spider Men fighting you yeah know, the camera panning around to show everyone mm-hmm. it was it was pretty crazy
0: yeah and like each each spider person got like one moment where it was like focused on them and they got to do something and I like that and it gave everybody their time
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then we're up on the roof with oh yes with yes. the prowler he's got uh miles cornered miles is so they've they were like playing keep away with the 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 doohickey yeah the miles ends up with it the gizmo, the gizmo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh prowler corners him and he's like grabs him he's like choke holds him like oh at the edge of the the roof and Miles. and he i think miles is the one that takes miles, off miles miles
1: takes off his mask yeah uh, Aaron doesn't take off his and then uh and then prowler's like oh and then he takes off his and he's like hmm
0: yep he's like oh shit what is going on
1: He's like, I, I don't want to kill this I don't want to kill my uh nephew.
0: Yeah. And And, and then, then you then? got Kingpin on the ground, like yeah. what's taking so long, guy? Just what's taking easy. so long. And then he waits like
1: five seconds and then he goddamn shoots him. Ugh. Like, damn, Kingpin. Sucks. Yeah. That was and then that's his uh his grand uh uncle Ben moment.
0: Right. He he carries uh Aaron away to like a deserted alley Mm -hmm. his father in his cop car chases after them and finds them which is kind of heartbreaking too Mm -hmm. because you know
1: yeah that and then uh his dad thinks that uh, he did it right uh which is I mean that's kind of resolved without conflict later in the movie but still it's hard to see yeah it is because um, his dad never liked Spider Man, I think was a right. part of his
0: character. It's like I'm a cop, he's doing my job for me, but also I want to do my job. So
1: Yeah, he's like a vigilante. It's that um that daredevil, you know, aesthetic. Right. The daredevil uh type I don't know what word I'm looking for, whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I mean that's it. That's what it is. And yeah, so P, uh, so Miles is noticeably shaken up by this. It's a huge thing. Like, he loved his Uncle Aaron, and then all of a sudden his Uncle Aaron was this villain. And then, like, at least when the, the reveal happened for the both of them, like, he could see that Aaron did care about him because he didn't kill him. Yeah. Like,
1: I'm, I'm glad that uh, Aaron wasn't a huge prick because he yes. seems like a pretty cool dude. Even though he yeah. did try to murder Spider-Man for most of the movie. <laughs> Um, he, d- he didn't know it was his nephew though. Yeah, he didn't know. Forgiven. <laughs> Forgive the uh the assassin working yeah. for the evil <laughs> dictator trying to tear timelines apart. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh so, so we end up back in uh Miles apartment room mm-hmm. uh school dorm and all the other Spider-Men show up and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, this sucks. Like, we've been through this. Mm-hmm. Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben, my best friend. Um, and so on and <laughs> so on.
1: Yep. They all give their uh, own individual <laughs> stories about how um somebody close to them died or whatever. Who was it for uh, Spider-Ham again?
0: Uh, didn't he, like... I feel like he didn't have one huh i feel
1: like i thought he said like oh my uh my father joe was like turned into bacon or something something about bacon maybe that was another joke whatever
0: oh maybe i don't I'll have to check when i watch it again well yeah lots of little things yeah mm-hmm. but lots of dead family <laughs> yeah and it, it you know at first it's like oh man this is this is a lot to process but it's not it doesn't. It's not overwhelming. It's just like, no, we we get it. Like we totally understand what's going on here. Yeah, we're with you. We feel you. And it's, mm-hmm. it energizes Miles to like, no, I'm going with you guys. I'm going to help you guys out. None of you got. None of you're dying because I don't. I'm not going to die. So like, I can help you fix this thing. Uh huh. And they're just like, and then they're, they're like nah yeah cause, cause Jake Johnson Spider-Man like, sweeps his legs out grabs him and he and he's like he turn has.
1: invisible to like do this or yeah, like, use like, your web slingers to yeah, do this the power.
0: like shock me or what, cause he has shocking powers too oh yeah yeah which again another thing that spiders don't have nor do Spider-Man <laughs> to my knowledge
1: that would be um, pretty terrifying if spiders could turn invisible and shock <laughs> you I wouldn't uh, like that at all. <laughs> no.
0: Oh, uh, that's awful.
1: <laughs> that That is awful. I'm sorry for uh, putting that idea in your head. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh. So then, uh, yeah, yeah. So his his mentor by now is basically saying that uh, he's not good enough. And I mean, he's kind of right at that moment in time.
0: Yeah. Because this, this all takes place in the span of like a day or two days maybe. Yeah, it's a very quick plot. No, no time really passes at all. And I, I I appreciate that they're not like, yeah, now he's perfect at everything. Mm-hmm. Give him a little time to, like, <clears throat> suss this stuff out. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Admittedly, um, yeah, I mean, I he kind of does become perfect as, at everything for the final. Yeah. <laughs> Which does. is, we, we show his growth, but that's a pretty huge jump from a... The part that happens then where he's tied up,
0: right? Mm-hmm. They tie him up and even, like, gag him with Webb. Yeah. And,
1: uh... And then uh, his dad comes up to the door.
0: Right. And I like this, emotionally speaking, as a scene. I did feel it was a little strange that, like, the dad would continue to just keep talking.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Especially after he literally just delivered the news that his uncle died
0: yeah I don't just, know that he would like just offer that up through the door to yeah. like, what he thinks is his <laughs>
1: his son who son. he knows loves his uncle
0: yeah but uh, I don't know you know like we're already probably an hour and a half into the movie at this point so yeah 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 time is of the essence
2: mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so yeah he you know he's like hey your uncle Aaron died you know it's it sucks it's bad just want to let you know like care about you you're the best i love you
1: yeah and then i think it was honestly probably one of the most profound emotional moments was the fact that he couldn't answer because he has the spider gag over his mouth right you know when he's like uh love you that was that was probably one of the that was probably the most profound emotional moment in the movie for me
0: yeah that was rough Mm mm-hmm because you know the the earlier hilarious i'm sure it was in the trailer scene of him like going to school and his dad's like tell me you love me over the bullhorn from his police car <laughs> yeah that that, <laughs> that was that was a good one and then to like uh, to mind that exact thing for dramatic effect yeah so good and i think
1: the fact that this um this movie can have very emotional moments like that, even when being—if we're honest—of very silly movie, mm-hmm. you know, comic book. It has a character named Spider Ham, who's a pig. <laughs> uh, for crying out loud! Right. I think that's really a testament to the storytelling. It how is how they can weave emotion into this grand, huge, overwhelming plot. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's so well written. You know. You know, small quibbles about you know the length of Doc Ock's arms, or you know <laughs> well, I the mean, dad's talking for like five minutes through a door to a son that won't answer him. Like uh, small quibbles, because the emotional heart of the movie is so well constructed. I, I, like I said, I do
1: really enjoy this movie. Um, yeah. I think yeah. uh, it's not. Well, one of the problems uh, with it not being as good as Spider Man Homecoming or Ralph 2 is I don't think it. It didn't connect with me on that exact same way. But um, I appreciate. I want to see more movies like this, you know? I want yes. to see more movies that are visually told this way. I want to see more creative projects. Um, <clears throat> I hope Sony doesn't go back to making uh, the Emoji Movie 2.
0: Uh um, well i mean i think you know less than 40 million dollar opening weekend box office aside it's going to do very <laughs> very well for them financially over the christmas period i would think well and, i mean to be we will not get into uh uh box office
1: <laughs> fantasy movie league politics but
0: but it it'll do yeah. fine it'll it'll, it'll, it'll make us money it
1: will do fine yes, yes. i agree with that
0: um So I I hope and, like, I think beyond the financial aspect, like, this seems to be not only a shoe-in to get nominated for Best Animated Film Mm -hmm. this year, but one of the two films that should win. It's either this or Incredibles 2, it looks like. Yeah, I'm disappointed that uh, Ralph probably doesn't have a shot, but... I do think that should be more in the conversation. I'm surprised it isn't.
1: Well, I think it's a shoe-in to get nominated I it's literally five movies yeah. <laughs> that I will get nominated every awards, mm-hmm. um, which is those
0: three, Isle of Dogs, and then that Japanese one. Mirai. Yeah. Mirai, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really hope that its financial critical mm-hmm. award success does pave the way for more movies in this universe or with other characters told this way and in their own unique ways. Yeah. Because there's clearly a market for it.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. All right, let's um let's get back to talking about this <laughs> finale as Spider-Man finally breaks out of his chains after becoming
0: like Super <laughs> Spider-Man, empowered by his dad's words. Yes, he is completely uplifted. He breaks out of the spider webs, uh, goes back to May's house, and she's like, oh, "Man," he like goes back down into the spider cave and grabs one of the spider suits and spray paints it black yes and
1: and that was i think it looks fantastic the spider suit that he ended up creating it looks
0: awesome so good very so good Mm -hmm. and it just it adds that extra little like yes this is spider-man but he's not like the rest of them yeah and it does it you know he doesn't wear
1: the uh the blue and red he Mm -hmm. prefers a red and black right cuz he's a probably an
0: edgy teenager but <laughs> <laughs> exactly and so he he tests out his powers and and makes his way over to um the rest of them at Fisk's laboratory where he is finally going to turn the the particle accelerator thing back on mm-hmm. and this is I think I don't know if I don't know if it's this moment that we finally figure out why he's doing this. Uh-huh. Uh, but we get the Kingpin flashback of Oh, uh, yeah, 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 Vanessa. Right. So his wife and daughter are not really he has this vendetta against Spider-Man because he was fighting Spider-Man and his wife and daughter see him about to like kill spider-man he has he's like has him up against the wall or something yeah given
1: that he's a you know super villain yes
0: and they're like this isn't you (laughs) like this isn't the man i married uh,
1: origin stories cliches pretty much
0: (laughs) and so they rush out into like drive away and end up getting into a car accident where they die yeah and so, which is a hell of a coincidence, but once again, we're in a comic book timelines <laughs> now. <laughs> yes. So his his plan is if you the thing that you put in the particle accelerator beam, mm-hmm. it draws other things that are made up of the same stuff. Which is why in the early first Shh. moment time we see it turned on, the first Spider-Man is caught in it. All the other Spider-Man appeared. So that... he's going to do his thing and get his wife and daughter back from a different dimension.
1: Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about a lot about Kingpin mm-hmm. and his place in the story. Um, I think his motivation, it's... I think, okay, it's a little weak because they had to force in that he... Um, they had to force in somehow that he wanted to draw like other people's matter and basically he had to be the setup the catalyst for all mm-hmm. the other spider people coming in in some way so i feel like the vanessa plot is a little artificial since he knows that they're from another timeline but he's pretty yeah. menacing just as a villain
0: overall he is after he kills i agree prowler, i think what's that
1: after he uh, kills prowler especially
0: yes because he killed one Spider Man. He killed his own underling who couldn't finish the job. So he's already established himself as like a ruthless, no nonsense, you get in my way, I'm getting you out of my way kind of character.
1: Um, it's also worth noting that he is an absolute unit.
0: Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's gigantic, enormous, absolutely enormous. <laughs> Completely. He, he's got like no neck. Like, he's ten linebackers stacked on top of each other, like, three by three. It's crazy.
1: And then I love that shot uh, near the beginning of the movie, where he literally filled up the entire frame with his body.
0: <laughs> yes. That was good. I like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Because he's just... He's he's a comic book supervillain, so he can be supersized as well.
0: Yes. For seemingly no reason, but... <laughs> reasons yeah <laughs> reasons uh right so <laughs> so before miles shows up the rest of the spider-man are already at the lab and kingpin sets the remaining underlings of his onto them to fight them as he turns on the accelerator yes and everything starts going insane yes especially things are coming the out of it uh parts of the city are like being warped and dis- disfigured and it just like i don't know it's like this weird hurricane tornado inside his lab with things just flying and flying past you huge buildings buses anything perfect for a spider-man <laughs> to like navigate through it's great absolutely
1: the uh the set of the climax where he turns on the accelerator um, and like you said everything is everywhere there's visuals everything is colorful there's duplicates everywhere they fly in through portals it's amazing the visuals are just stunning absolutely yes. <sighs> and, and we have Doc Ock there and Scorpion and all of the villains other than Prowler who uh rest <laughs> in peace yeah <laughs> and they um it's a super showdown between them all. It's basically the perfect comic book climax.
0: My yeah. Opinion. And, you know, you've got, even at this point, Miles has still not shown up yet. Jake Johnson still thinks he's the one that's going to sacrifice himself for the rest. Mm-hmm. He's trying to find the hole for the gizmo. And Doc Ock comes out and, like, prevents him and takes him on. <laughs> uh, you know, you've got Scorpion and the rest fighting everyone else in the peripherals uh and just when it looks like doc ock's gonna overwhelm jake johnson who shows up but miles morales (laughs) with his invisible his invisibility punching making her punch herself of -hmm. course because what else would you do if you were invisible
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think uh his entrance into the battle with his invisibility and him, um, you know, making a dog punch herself. And I think she's, she's mostly out for the entire battle after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a, it was a great introduction after we've already had the climax like begin. And I think it was the turning point in the battle too, you know, the yes. Spider-Man were getting overwhelmed until Miles appeared, which of course is in classic comic fa- fashion.
0: Yeah. They take out Doc Ock, and you know he suddenly like that. Just by doing that, suddenly he and Jake Johnson, are like, all right. Well, once we go help everyone else, suddenly you know we're we're in the driver's seat, pretty mm-hmm. much. Uh, and then you get up to the point where you finally have the the gizmo in the slot, and mm-hmm. the Spider Man can start going home. Yeah. Which is great, you know. This was the objective. We are <laughs> successful, and like we get a nice one by one goodbye from everybody. Absolutely,
1: and-, and I think this is a great time to bring up again that joke.
0: Yes, where um,
1: Spider Ham, <laughs> where uh, Spider Ham, as he's about to leave, says, "That's all, folks," <sighs> and then <laughs> and then uh Peter is like, "Is he legally allowed <laughs> to say that?" and that i burst out laughing that was I my favorite that. joke in the movie by
0: far <laughs> cuz it's true right like yeah you would expect <laughs> y- you see these characters in any movie and they're like blatant homages parodies of something that exists and then they do one thing that feels a little too close to like the real thing <laughs> yep and it's like wait really you're like wait are they do they know <laughs> that are they in on it
1: yeah <laughs> was this planned? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> it was it because was good.
1: everybody was thinking that Looney Tunes. Um, yeah, it's really great. <laughs> and then um, <sighs> Penny uh, Penny's robot dies, which doesn't really resonate. I'm not sure that was I uh, I don't think that was necessary. Yeah. Because it could have worked I if they
0: work. gave her a little more time and established her better, but they hadn't so. I think it's kind of the be- the best connection I could draw to it was you know if you I mean like she like any of the other spider people you know you they've all lost the things and mm-hmm. all lost kind the of family members etcetera. Yeah, this is just kind of like reiterating that a little bit more. Like this is a dangerous thing we do.
1: Yeah, except they didn't I mean it's a PG animated movie so I they didn't really want to kill off any of the actual characters which right. makes sense and i don't think that would have fit but i i just think that forcing in this again it didn't contribute to the theme enough for me to feel like it was necessary
0: i agree i agree mm-hmm.
1: and then um spider noir's standoff with his rubik's cube which oh, i'm not sure I we've talked that. about the we rubik's cube was up. also fantastic <laughs> uh. Red. No. <laughs> So, I don't understand. Can he only see in black and white? Or is he so confused by colors that he just doesn't
0: know what is what? That's interesting. I had had just assumed he could only see in black and white.
1: Because then why why did, uh, like, the ending credits have, like, him displaying the Rubik's Cube as if it was, like, incredible, you know?
0: Well, even if you could only see in black and white, presumably, obviously... I don't know anyone that sees that way, but I would imagine if I showed you a Rubik's cube, the different colors would be different shades of gray. Well,
1: they'd be different shades of gray. Well, I mean So
0: you could still theoretically solve it. You just the, wouldn't know what colors they were. What
1: what makes me think that it's a uh, um he can actually see in color is because at the end of the movie with that everything is in black and white including the posters showing the Rubik's cube like in different mm-hmm. shades of grey, but that Rubik's cube itself is in color. So I do okay. think that it's that way. Hmm. But once That's again interesting. more watchings, more noticing tiny <laughs> details like that, right? Right. And then um we get a send off to Spider Gwen. I don't remember her send off, uh refresh um, my memory.
0: Well, he said something about the hair. He was like, <laughs> Can I can I comment on your hair now? or something like that. Uh and oh her thing was um she had mentioned before that she didn't have any friends and she refused to get yeah, attached yeah. to people and he was like I hope we can be friends now and she was like yeah we can which was nice Yeah I'd like to see um
1: I'd like to see you know uh their relationship build a little bit more in future movies
0: Right that was a thing that I was like well obviously they can't stay together because because they're literally die. from
1: different universes and would die. Yeah.
0: Right. So I don't know if that's only because the reason that the, the method in which they crossed over was through this particle beam, mm-hmm. maybe they can reunite in a different me- way that wouldn't kill them if they spent <laughs> more than a day or so in their other universe or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but at, at the time I was like, Oh man, like, How are they ever going to meet up again? I want to see them together more. Yeah. Well, yeah. They'll comic book their way into it.
1: Exactly. Even though Kingspin device is pretty much completely destroyed.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No good. Uh, Then there's a send-off
1: to uh, Peter, I believe, which is – Peter still wants to sacrifice himself for some reason. He does.
0: Well, because when we're just down to Miles and Peter, that's when Kingpin enters the area – and oh, he yeah. um start he he's like engaged with them and fighting them and i i i buy that he is incredibly strong i will give him whatever <laughs> quick reflexes you want fine mm-hmm. but there's a point where i don't know how he's like jumping from one thing to the next i i don't know how he's like appearing in front of the spider people who are like hmm. flying around through this room. They I never show him like moving.
1: Not really. Well, they way. show him walking at a very right. slow pace.
0: <laughs> slow.
1: Well, I mean, he like, they try hard after, well, okay. Um, after Peter sent off, uh, let's talk about Peter being sent off. Okay. Yeah. Before. So, I do have some notes about that.
0: Cause, uh, Because, yeah, Peter still wants to stay and sacrifice himself. Mm -hmm. And Miles is like... And Miles kicks his legs out from under him and grabs him. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) he, you know, the student has become the teacher. And it's like, oh, watch the hands, uh, call back, etc. Right, right. And that move convinces Peter, like, okay. I think you're ready to, like, be the Mm -hmm. Spider-Man now, basically.
1: Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he drops him into the portal, says, like, Mm -hmm. goodbye, Um, and then it's just Miles and Kingpin. Yes. And Kingpin really shouldn't have a candle in this fight at all. He really shouldn't. He really shouldn't. You know, the (laughs) fact that Miles can fly effectively with his webs, the fact that they're in a giant portal, and how can he get around? Turn um, invisible. He's like, he says something along the lines of... Oh, the other Spider Man couldn't stop me. How can you? You right. you weren't the one who fought Spider Man <laughs> single handedly, like in hand to hand combat or anything. You kind of <laughs> just sent your goons after it, and all your goons are pretty not here anymore. Right. And then um but even then Miles does get caught by him. And then Which
0: I kind of just owe up to him being an experienced I, I, Again, we mentioned this is the first time he's been in control of his powers. Yeah, so I can give it a little leeway. I think they took, I think I gave him an inch, and the movie took a foot with this one. I but... think. Well,
1: the fact that
0: I feel like it would be harder
1: for Spider-Man to fight Scorpion and Doctor Octopus and the Prowler than it mm. is for them to fight Kingpin, because <laughs> Kingpin yes. can punch really hard, apparently. <laughs> And he can walk at a slow pace. And that's about it. He's very large, but nothing else really right
0: but he he manages to knock miles to the I think they're on top of a bus or something
1: they're, yeah on like rotating around portals or whatever.
0: right. and miles is down on the ground uh, call back to the previous the earlier scene when all the other Spider-Man were like mm. gauging his abilities like you got to be able to stand up. And he's struggling. mm -hmm. And uh, the thing that pushes him over the edge is the appearance of his father, who Who, doesn't know it's him. He doesn't know it's
1: him. He just walked into this gigantic portal. Sure. How how does he know (laughs) anything Uh, about what's going uh, on? I don't know. And apparently (laughs) he has a special ability to shout incredibly far away. Oh, yeah. He's, they're on the other side of this gigantic collider with portals and buildings crashing into each other, but it's he, he uses his superhero shout. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yes. His words are so touching and emotional <laughs> that they penetrate through the soundscape around him. Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, so his words of encouragement allow Miles to uh, get up and use i think he like electrifies him
1: yeah kinda. i think so too i think one thing is about sorry one thing uh, about when he was down that was mm-hmm. the same punch that killed the more experienced spider-man at the beginning chris pine chris okay. Spider-Man. so i feel <laughs> like that was an interesting callback because i'm not sure i would believe that miles could survive that same punch that killed chris pine
0: but I'd then again, to, mm. I, I'd have to like, I, I don't remember the, because uh, I don't remember if when, when he punched Chris, Chris Pinerman, if that like created, caused like more rubble to fall on him or mm-hmm. anything like that. Uh, but I agree. I, I think yeah. making it so obvious that it, this is pretty much the same situation and mm-hmm. how can this like 16, 17 year old kid survive when a late 20s, 30-year-old guy who's been doing this for 15 years, who knows how long couldn't.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, I don't feel like that was consistent, but it did serve the emotional climax of the movie, so I'll I'll give it a pass. Yeah. All right. Um he gets up uh fight scene, etc. I'm more powerful than you. Because, I don't know, I have friends or whatever. I don't think he yeah. says that,
0: but... <laughs> <laughs> it's effectively what happens, though. Yeah.
1: Classic uh, superhero um, fight. <laughs> and then he... Do you want to make any notes about that? Because then he ties up Kingpin to, like, a building. And
0: then... Well, so before so... that, though... Because he he still hadn't oh. shut down the reactor, he... the accelerator. Mm-hmm. So he sent Kingpin flying and he crashes into oh. the piece of tile <laughs> floating in the air above them, and that turns it off. That was, I mean,
1: didn't they need like the super complicated gizmo? Did he put that? Well, did he put that the, in
0: before? Yeah, he crashed? the gizmo was in? in. All right. So, and I, they had already said that like he has to press this button that's on the panel. Oh,
1: yeah, that's the same thing that they failed like twice at, like at multiple points. <laughs> Pressing the button was the hardest part. Um
0: and. I was like okay like I mean again he beats Kingpin he can go press the button but he sends Kingpin <laughs> flying into this panel and that effectively presses the button and that was pretty stylish I admit <laughs> It, I, I'm like I was thinking about like the logistics of it if I'm trying to turn off my computer and I just drop a bowling ball on the control panel yeah it's going to turn my computer off but <laughs> I'm going to turn it on, and then my computer's going to be like, you didn't shut this down properly. You I mean, if it ever
1: turns on, let's be...
0: (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) In the event that I could ever get it to turn back on. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, admittedly, the logistics (laughs) are a bit wrong, but uh, I don't feel like that's the most pressing, uh, breaking of physics in the movie. No, hardly. Hardly. Not exactly correct. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And then... So he goes to meet his dad
0: outside. Yes, yes. Still, still under the guise of Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, which was this was a great little sequence. Yeah, uh, you know, because his dad. First of all, you have his dad, who's like, "All right, I." Everyone knows I don't really like Spider-Man, but uh, you're a cool guy. Like, yeah, you're chill. You're. you're Thanks right. for
1: saving the universe. Is
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Miles is just like, hey, no problem, man. Like, I love you. It's like, what?
1: (laughs) And then his dad is like, what? (laughs) Yeah. And then. Complete callback. It was really nice. Very nicely done.
0: Yes. And then, like you said, you have Kingpin caught up in a web uh, behind him, Mm -hmm. which was great.
1: You know, I'm not sure how the webs can support such an absolute unit, but. (laughs) <laughs>
0: absolutely it's true
1: he's he's a definitely a guy. <laughs> definitely a huge man which was it didn't need to be done but the fact that it was done was uh, it was fun it added um, I think it added to his character since he didn't do yeah. that things other than being huge
0: because that's always uh, and I, I like that from like Spider-Man's perspective because in all the other iterations he's all maybe not the Tobey Maguire version but at least for Andrew Garfield and now Tom Holland, there's always that playful side to them, mm-hmm. you know, that comes out, especially when they're Spider Man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, like Tom Holland when he finds the guys wearing Avengers masks in the bank. And...
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's
0: it's a thing that they do. <laughs> and I I'm I like that Miles still has that part of him and it doesn't feel like it's cheapened at all either. Mm-hmm. Like that uh that innocence. Or, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, kind of. Yeah. All Spider-Mans have it, and it's the wonder. The wonder of being, you know. Yeah, That's I the way to put it. Uh, all Spider-Mans have it because you need to put yourself in those shoes. And I mean, obviously, if any of us were Spider-Man, uh, <laughs> we'd probably be a lot more scared than any of these three are. Any of the three versions, but um, we would definitely be uh, in awe of everything going on. Right. So the um Yeah, so he's tied up and then the climax of the movie is is that where uh all the other Spider Men have their own climax? What do you mean? Like uh isn't there a part where like Spider Gwen goes talk to people or um
0: So let me see. The... We get I don't think Sorry, we see I'm having trouble anything... Because we do get uh Peter in his own universe, I think that's Jake what I was Johnson. thinking about. yeah, he goes up to Mary Jane's house mm-hmm. to like try to win her back, I guess, and we see he's clean shaven he uh... yeah. <laughs> he's not has... wearing sweatpants, <laughs> not wearing
1: sweatpants. he has flowers. it's very yes. sweet.
0: I I love that... And he does this with Aunt May, too. He just stands on the sidewalk and <laughs> webs shoots the doorbell <laughs> as a normal, everyday I, guy. I, I didn't even <laughs> notice that. But uh, like, it sounds like something he'd do. Somebody passing by on the street didn't see that? What? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Comic comic book rules. All right. Who, yes. who needs a sense? right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, he gets his nice little ending and the only other one i remember is 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 gwen uh because and and this i'm happy about what took place i don't understand because somehow she's able to like get in touch with miles i i don't even remember this she she is so at least that's how i i understood it uh because we see because Miles gets his thing he's like I'm the Spider-Man one last time show me who you are that da, 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 da. that's not what he says but you know what i mean <laughs> and he they do that nice transition from him like flopping back into his bed and then above him like a portal thing appears oh, oh. at the very last like frame and i think i know what you're talking about i
1: <laughs> i think i think i might have missed most of this though
0: because i was confused by it when i saw it but I, I i took it as like oh so somebody's getting in touch with him i don't know who, i didn't know who it was so wait do but I do like, all
1: spider-men have the ability to travel to spider-verse now i don't know because i mean they needed that gigantic size of a city collider thingy to do it before
0: right so I I don't know what's causing this connection. According to Wikipedia, it says Gwen finds a way to contact Miles so they can maintain their friendship, which indicates to me that she was on the other side of this portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So the only reason I, the explanation I think my, that came to my mind when I read that was, well, she's in the future. Well, so well, uh, I, well, I don't think sh- she's not in the future.
1: <clears throat> I mean, um, Penny is the one from the future.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, Penny's from the future. Gwen, so I don't know. Gwen travels back into the past,
1: like a right. week, a week before her timeline, because um, right. a week before the collider thingy. So I don't think Gwen is from the uh, the future. I don't think she's from like twenty thirty one or anything. Hmm. I I don't know the logistics yeah of it honestly I, i'm just hearing about most of this for the <laughs> right now
0: <laughs> which
1: makes me think that the movie probably uh, missed
0: on i don't know she, i i do remember the portal i don't remember knowing that it was gwen that contacted miles that doesn't i'll have to recheck that when i see it again mm-hmm. um but on the other hand great i don't know what caused it but i'm glad that there's a way for them to i agree through a Stay in
1: touch. comic book logic, yes. there's some way. There's always yes. a way, right? Yeah, and then the um, the mid credits scene after like the, the credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the mid credits scene? <clears throat> I I remember the after credit scene, which I was amazing. But let's talk about the mid credit scene because
0: I don't remember it. I don't. <sighs> what was it? I don't remember it either. It was it wasn't big either. It was
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Let's just talk about that after credit scene because that was for now. Yes. That was amazing. That was unbelievable. That was incredible. They <laughs> I, uh, it, it, you set up with first of all, you have um Oscar Isaac voicing uh, insane this other random spider-man because of course there's more he's yes. like in a few- who is from the future he's way way into the future it seems like way more it's like penny
0: he's like in uh, 2099 or something mm-hmm. uh,
1: and then he uh <laughs> and then his robot voice sends him back to where it all began right uh which of course has the uh finger pointing <laughs> meme
0: oh my Spider-Man
1: god man finger pointing meme it's
0: <laughs> so good just i just i just want all the dialogue from that sequence it's this is i'll show you how to point why can't i why can't i stop pointing that's not how you point oh so good it's i was in stitches
1: it's amazing because you have this whole setup with it and then it just goes back to the uh the meme (laughs)
0: yeah it's in like that shitty ass quality
1: (laughs) yep the same same old quality yep it's just it's absolutely amazing oh my god yeah, so um, that's the that's Spider-Man at the Spider Verse. Yeah. Uh, do you? Have,
0: oh, the yeah. the mid-credit scene wasn't. It was just that uh that, that Stanley quote title card.
1: Oh, so there was no mid-credit scene. I thought. Yeah. Maybe it's just like the credits themselves had some flair.
0: They definitely did.
1: Yeah, the the Stanley uh, title cards was a nice touch.
0: Yes, especially the after quote that was. That person who helps others simply because it should or must be done and because it is the right thing to do is indeed, without a doubt, a real superhero. Very touching. That sounds like Stanley. Yes. That uh And no superhero embodies that more than Spider-Man. I agree.
1: I think Spider-Man is just you can do so much with him. Yeah. And they clearly do because they have like <laughs> 70 versions of him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you have any um any final thoughts on the overall movie that we didn't cover at the beginning? Um,
0: like it was there was so many little things and references to previous movies. Mm-hmm. There was uh in the first like origin, this is how it happened sequence. They referenced the dancing scene from Spider-Man Three. And oh. We don't talk about that, um, mm-hmm. you know, which I which. Like they do that, they make those jokes a lot, and I loved how they did that. The same, they did kind of the same thing they did in Lego Batman with like, <laughs> you've done the same thing you did in 1992. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like both both of those sequences, like it worked on me. I- I'm sure if they did that with every superhero that's ever been put in movies, I would love it each time.
1: <laughs> it's just, uh, I mean, it's very nostalgic, right?
0: Yeah, and it obviously like all these. Spider-Man, Batman, whoever don't exist in the same timeline, mm-hmm. but the notion that for a split second they kind of do is nice. It's yeah,
1: I think it's it's a nice note, you know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh,
0: the anvil from Spider Ham in the se- final <laughs> sequence, which I. It, I don't know why I expected Spider-Ham to use conventional Spider-Man weapons. Like, <laughs> but he doesn't. No, of course not. I think it feels like
1: all Spider-Man have their own like weapons that they use, you know. Like yeah. the I mean the invisibility and stuff. I don't Right. I don't remember anything from Gwen or cuz I mean Peter Parker obviously, Peter Parker. But yeah, I think I don't Gwen know if he has any or, uh, specialness. Spider-Noir uh, did he use like guns or something like sixties style guns. I'm thinking that's a no.
0: I don't think yeah, I don't think he did that. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he although his Wikipedia title picture <laughs> has him holding a gun. So Hey
1: <laughs> I mean the movie was I honestly thought the movie was rated PG thirteen for a for a while before seeing that. I'm not sure why I thought Sony would ever do that. But, but um, um I I feel like based on the trailers I saw that it would make sense that it would be more, you know, adult. And I feel like they, they do manage to make it more adult, even if they don't bump up the rating.
0: Yeah. It, it plays that Pixar line of giving enough to both the kid side and the over 16, 18 side. I feel
1: like if I knew about the comics, if I read comics, I would, this would be one of my favorite films of all time. There were so many references There was every single frame was packed full of things from (sighs) Spider-Man's history, uh, Easter eggs, and just more things you don't know, you know? Sure. I'm, I believe it. And so I feel like my final note is that while it, while I got a ton out of it, um, I feel like this movie wasn't, it was made for, uh, like the general audience, but I feel like, it was made for that very hardcore comic fan. Mm hmm. Uh, but still, it was amazing.
0: Yeah. And it, it felt kind of, it, it did this thi- it did that better than Teen Titans Go to the Movies did, which also wanted to be marketed to kids mm-hmm. and like the traditional Teen Titans audience. Mm hmm. And it had so many, so many in jokes and references. Mm hmm. But unlike into the Spider-Verse, I think if you didn't have the context for them, they wouldn't land at all, mm-hmm. and you would just be like, what? Yeah. Whereas in this, I think, oh, we don't talk about the time when I danced? That's still <laughs> kind of funny, even if you haven't seen Spider-Man 3. Yeah,
1: exactly. For whatever and I reason. Mean, Teen Titans Go! is obviously much, much, much less relevant and known in the general public than mm-hmm. Spider-Man is so sure. even if you're you know someone like me who doesn't always know the lore you can still get a real kick out of all of the references that you do know thrown and even some that you don't right
2: yeah
1: like you said yes uh so yeah
0: yeah uh that's spider-man into the spider-verse <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm.
1: it was a. Uh, it was good it
0: yeah was good. <laughs> this was nice um like uh, like you said at the top of this this episode, uh your identity is very much a mystery. A la Spider Noir. Um, I'm actually Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Howing I can't even. Um <laughs> That would honestly blow my mind. But uh I mean so I'm assuming that even I'm assuming you probably do have some variations of social media, but that those would be off limits to protect said identity. Uh, yeah, so I am uh unfortunately um
1: I like to uh on the internet I'm not sure. I like to I like to keep my identity a secret.
0: Which so, is yeah. totally fair. I totally so you, um
1: if you need to contact me, you can just uh, die and go straight to hell. You can meet
0: me. <laughs> Um, uh, easier way to get in touch with him Uh, get in touch with me and I will get in touch with him on the discord
1: yes
0: (laughs) Uh, you'll you'll
1: find uh, uh, I'm very very uh, frequent poster on the uh, FML discord
0: yes Uh, but this was great I really appreciate you doing this and it was a lot of fun no problem yeah it was a lot of fun yeah (laughs) yeah All right. It is very late. Uh, thanks. thanks again, and uh, I'm sure I will see you tomorrow. <laughs> I, you will see me tomorrow, most yes. likely
1: after uh, lock time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, you know, a couple minutes after lock time, you'll find me and Dylan arguing. <laughs> as
0: like, usual. As always. <laughs> yep. Seems fair. Yeah. All right. Cool. Have a good one. Thank you. I want to thank The Devil one more time for being on the episode with me. It was a lot of fun and enjoyed talking about such a good movie. You know, it's go see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Thanks for listening to this episode, to listeners. If you would like to find more episodes, uh, check out the Circle of Film Awards uh, nominations currently in place right now uh, Other things like that You can head over to circleoffilm.com If you would like to get in touch with me You can find me on Twitter At Circle of Film You can find me on Letterboxd Username Circle of Film And you can find uh, me through email circleoffilm@gmail.com. at gmail.com And finally, if you would like to support the show In any way, shape, or form You can do that for as little as 8 cents an episode uh, at patreon.com/slash circle of film. Thank you for listening, and as always, have a week.
1: So long, farewell, I'll be to say goodnight. I
2: know she'll never leave me,
0: even as she fades from view
1: So long, farewell, I'll be to say adieu. Nothing's
0: really left.
1: Or lost without a trace. Nothing's
2: gone forever. Only out of place. So long, farewell, oh, what I've Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So long.